0: Hello?
1: Hello?
0: Wait one second, because I could have sworn this is the weirdest thing, Garrett, but I think I can hear an alumni. Oh,
1: that's me. Now you know who it is. (laughs) Let me end it. A round of applause. We
0: have have with us a graduate with a bachelor degree. It's all official. It's all done. He didn't trip, but the t-shirt gun was a huge hit
1: everyone loved it everyone got their shirts everyone's pleased it was a great event and one for the books chloe honestly
0: tell me garrett so i went to garrett's graduation on tuesday and then my boyfriend's graduation was on wednesday and during garrett's graduation i wasn't expecting this i didn't remember it for my graduation but they asked the audience if there's anyone in the audience who's a georgia southern alumni to stand up so i stood up you know i got all my applause <laughs> And then I texted Garrett while he was down there about to graduate. And I said, you know, what's crazy. Tomorrow you're going to be standing up with me at Mitchell's graduation.
1: That's true. She did.
0: Wild. It's wild. Just wild. I'm so proud of you.
1: It's crazy. Thank you so much. I was at a great time. And uh, yeah, it's all over now. Crazy. We'll
0: get into it a little later. We'll give you guys some like story times and stuff like that from the week. But let's just say... That was one for the books. That was an insane <laughs> week.
1: I'm still trying to get my days in order. Like today is Saturday, but if, I don't know what day it is. Like I'm. Like, what turn, is even happening? Yeah, I'm turned know. around, but I'm I'm happy to he's be turned here. Turned
0: around, he's upside down, but all the time he's an alumni. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it. Today we have some exciting news. We are going to be doing another album, Deep Dive. And today we're going to be doing Cheap Queen by King Princess. I'm so excited to get into this with Chloe. This is one of the artists that I feel like... We kind of discovered her right when she came out i was doing some research mm-hmm. on her and it was 2018 when she first came out which we'll get into but we kind of discovered her around then so i'm super We've kind of
0: been og king princess fans
1: exactly and we'll get all into that because we have some relations with her but we'll get into that we'll save we'll save we'll save, <laughs> we'll save that for
0: later. we'll
1: save but i can't I'm gonna... give it
0: all out for free garrett
1: exactly exactly so michaela strauss better known by her stage name king princess is an american singer songwriter from brooklyn new york her father is a re- like
0: an American singer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> her father is a recording engineer, which let her grow up around music her whole life. After finishing up high school, she moved to LA to pursue her music career, and she got signed by Mark Ronson, his label company. Zeeling Records, I want to say. I've never...
0: Zelig Records. Maybe Zelig Records? I'm not sure. But we love Mark.
1: Exactly. That was something fun I found out. We love Mark Ronson, and he's basically been with her since she started, which I love. In 2018, Kim Princess released her debut single in 1950, and it exploded on the internet when Harry Styles tweeted the lyrics. Later that year... Can you
0: imagine, Garrett? Just... I'm so sorry to interrupt, but can you just imagine... Writing and releasing a song, and then Harry Freaking Styles tweets the lyrics, and that's how you blow up. That's crazy.
1: That's like overnight fame, kind of. Like imagine just like going to sleep and waking up and seeing that, and then like you have thousands of fans just by one person knowing who you are.
0: exactly what I'm expecting to happen with our podcast because one of <laughs> these days one of these people that we're talking about is going to find it and they're going to tweet it or they're going to post it and then we'll wake up the next morning and just be a superstar super global sensation.
1: King Princess, we hope that's you.
0: <laughs> if you're listening, King Princess, um be our girl.
1: So later that year she released her first EP, Make My Bed. And then the next year, she released her debut album, Cheap Queen, which is what we're discussing today. And it was mostly produced by herself and Mark Ronson. And after that, she went on tour with artists like Casey Musgraves, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Shawn Mendes. And then iconic iconic, right? And in 2022, she released her second album, Hold On Baby, and went on her own North American tour she is an activist for the lgbtq plus community and is a badass performer overall and i'm so excited to get into this album
0: she is such a badass she's so hot she's one of my girl crushes for sure like michaela once again if you're listening hit me up because you can hit the back um But Garrett, I'm so ready to talk about this. A lot of these songs on this album are some of my favorite King Princess songs. But I have to say before we get into this, we really kind of talked about it before recording today, and we decided to go with her first album as our way to dive in and really discuss King Princess um, in the first place. However, like Garrett said, a lot of our favorite songs are either singles or they're on the EP Make My Bed. So certainly listen to this. We would love for you guys to listen to the album along with us. But if you like what you hear, don't stop there because all of her work is next level. So good. And she's got a very unique, special sound. So let's get into it, Garrett. I'm excited.
1: I'm super excited. So the first song is Tough on Myself. And that title alone is Chef's Kiss to Me. I think it's a great way to start off the album. And She really gets in there with these lyrics, in my opinion. What do you think?
0: I love it. This is one of the songs that I play a lot off of this album. So this is one of those albums. I know you might know what I mean, Garrett, where like sometimes you have an album and you just love every single song and you listen to the whole thing like all the time, like Endless Summer Vacation is an example of that. And then you have some other songs like maybe um, Ocean... Did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard where you might have some like favorite songs and then some songs that you don't really listen to as often or like certain songs in that album are saved for a special occasion, like if you're feeling sad or if you're feeling lonely or something like that. And that's kind of how I feel about this album. I have my songs that I listen to regularly on repeat. And then there are some other songs on this album that I don't listen to as often. But then when I go back and hear them, I'm always reminded like, oh, my gosh, this is such a good song. Why don't I listen to this one as much? So I love this one. I love to sing this one. It's got a really good chorus. You can really get into it. And I think it's a great song that everyone can rely on because we all know what it's like to get a little too tough on ourselves at certain situations. So I think it's a very approachable song for the first song on the album.
1: I 100% agree. This song is very, especially the ending, is very, like, chill and kind of repeats itself, but it's one of those, like, in the back, it's just an easy listen. The way she lays this song out is a little bit unique in the fact that the chorus is very short and she kind of changes it each time she says it. So she mm-hmm. says, I get too tough on myself, sitting alone, making fun of myself, which I think we can all relate to being in a moment where we've kind of been like, kind of looking back and like what have we done like what are we doing what have we just done and like i kind of think about hanging out situations where i've been with like a group of people and kind of think back on scenarios like what why did i say that or just Ooh, like different
0: what was i even thinking or something you yeah know?
1: and i think this album one thing i love about it it's, it's so cohesive every kind of song has the same vibe to it and i think every time i hear one song i kind of put it with this cheap queen era because it all kind of flows with each other which i really appreciate
0: Mm-hmm. I also really like this song in particular because although she's singing especially like the parts that you just read Garrett I get too tough on myself sitting alone making fun of myself um, I'm just like sitting at home smoking joints like it's my job because that's what my dream was I love when that. you go and listen to this song the way that she sings it it's like she's just talking to you and yeah. it kind of it almost like I want to say it reads but obviously you're not reading it, it like he, sounds like almost like you're on the phone with someone or something like it's really just feels like you're having a conversation with someone and they're coming forward and being like you know what i've been so tough on myself lately like i've just been having a hard time i've been doing this so like i said i think it's really approachable approachable because i think it it kind of gives you some insight into king princess you kind of can get to see where she's at like how what kind of a a personality she has a little bit because you know that's the thing too is not everybody is the type of person that does get tough on themselves there are certain people who are so self-assured and so confident that they would just literally never so it does also give you a little bit of a glimpse into her personality that you can tell this is a person who cares how she's perceived she cares about you know other people's feelings what other people are thinking how she might look or what she's doing how that might come off to other people so it's interesting
1: i agree i think you explained that perfectly how some people are not like this so it kind of gives you a pov of her life and a little like insight on her which i really appreciate especially this being the first song of her off of this album
0: like i almost could not imagine lady gaga making a song saying something like this being like i get too tough on myself sometimes i laugh at myself making fun of myself like i cannot picture gaga doing that but then for king princess it just makes her seem very relatable and normal and like average but not in a bad way average and like a, okay she's just a person like you and me she she gets these hard times too she gets tough on herself too
1: i agree and i want to touch on the ending of the song so she she says that one more time i get too tough on myself sitting alone making fun of myself is it so wrong just to want someone else and then it kind of goes mm-hmm. into like to backing vocals and it says, I was thinking you and I could get together. I was thinking maybe you could do me better. The last minute isn't really her like singing. It's kind of just vocal stacking and really cool instrumentals playing on top mm-hmm. of each other. So I really thought that was a cool touch of this one song.
0: Another thing I wanna mention, just going off of that, Garrett, and we'll get into this more, but if you've never listened to King Princess before, one thing that I love about her voice is she does some very interesting, unusual vocal runs. And she's got a really cool sound and the way like um, she'll do like the, sometimes she'll do like a la da 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 Like she mm-hmm. does different things too. It's not even just vocals, but she's very um, experimental with making those extra sounds and layering sounds like you were saying. And I think that's a really cool aspect of her style and not everybody does that. And I personally love a song that's got some of that layering. I think it adds so much.
1: Same. Every time you listen to the song, you can kind of pick something out that's new that you haven't discovered yet, which is some, which is mm-hmm. what which is what makes an album kind of timeless to me. Like I enjoy listening to something I can kind of feels new every time I listen. It you feels
0: know? fresh and new. Yeah, exactly. I totally get that.
1: Well, I think this is the perfect first song to kick off this album, and I cannot wait to get to the second one.
0: Well, let's jump in, Garrett, because this second song, Useless Phrases, is barely even a song almost. It's just so I love short. It.
1: Every time I listen to this song, it gives me elevator music vibes, especially like the yes. first half, because the first yes. half, like you said, she doesn't sing. It's just music. And it's very much I'm like sitting in an elevator and I obsessed well, with like it.
0: like at a doctor's office. Yes. or Something. Yes, I was. So I was listening to this song on the way here today and I was waiting to touch on that and to talk about that because that is exactly the vibe she's going for here. And it's, again, just so unusual. Like, I don't know of another song like yeah. that. But it's so cool. And one thing about her songs that are really cool. So if you're not really super familiar with King Princess, um, her style and her fashion style and all of that, to me, you totally disagree with me if if you don't feel this way, Garrett. But I feel like she's very inspired by the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's really into, like, 80s fashion. She kind of just... Um, To kind of give you, like, a clear image, if you've never seen her before, picture, like, American apparel clothes. Like, she's always wearing something just, like, a super simple, like, boxy tee and jeans. And she goes for that kind of, like, mom jean or, like, camp counselor look a lot, which is what makes me say this, like, 80s vibe, which I love. And the useless phrases with that, like, kind of 80s-sounding um, elevator music or like the music in the background, it just goes right into her style. It feels like it fits everything so seamlessly. And it gives me that, this whole album to me feels retro. And you could tell mm-hmm. me that it came out in the eighties and I would believe you, you yeah, know?
1: A hundred percent. So the one thing that about this song, I kind of have a scenario in my head of how she came up with this song. So I kind of feel, I see her in an elevator or kind of just doing something random, you know, like you're just like going about your day, like having a great day. And all of a sudden, you, like, have a thought of something that, like, kind of pisses you off. And this, to me, is, like, it's kind of if you're single and you just got kind out of a relationship. She says, you say you want me back, and I don't usually entertain such useless phrases, baby. But, like, the way she sings and all, it's, like, and, like, the music just cuts off and, like, adds a beat to it. So it kind of feels like we just, like, jump in her head and, like, you know mm-hmm. what? Like, I was doing fine, but, like, something kind of snapped in her and... I basically just said the whole song. There's not that many lyrics. It's basically all instrumentals, but it creates a vibe that I love. And knowing that she produced this with Mark Ronson, like this is gold to me.
0: Well, and going off of what you said, Garrett, with those lyrics, I also love the way that she sings it. So like going into your point that it kind of feels like it's something that popped into her head and she's pissed off or like someone said something and she's triggered, she's pissed off. The way that she sings it too, it's like, you say you want me back like it's mm, kind of mm, got mm-hmm. that like attitude to it she yeah, sounds a little pissed exactly out, so i think that was a really good observation so useless phrases is very short
1: yes very but short now we
0: need to jump in to probably the best song obviously it's the namesake of the album cheap queen and it's probably in my opinion the best song off the album this is just like one of my all-time favorite kp songs So, Garrett, let's get into it. Tell people about Cheap Queen if they haven't heard it yet.
1: So Cheap Queen, it's hard to even, like, get into without listening to it. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many layers Mm -hmm. to this song. Like, she adds, like, different sound effects to it. And I want to touch on what Chloe said at the beginning. She does, like, one thing that does make King Princess stand out is she does layer this and have so much detail she pays attention to the detail which is what i appreciate with king princess like i can tell this isn't a song that she can make in a couple of days like she put effort she put she ch- experimented and tried different things with this song and it kind of i'm glad that she chose this song for like the um album title because if you listen to the song you can kind of get a feel for the whole album you know
0: Yes, you can get a kind of a feel for King Princess and her sound just by listening to this song. So one thing I want to get into with this is there's a really cool like swinging technique, swinging effect with the music where like the beat will swing a lot. And um, this is just it's so interesting the way that she sings it and the way that she's got it set up. So I don't know, Garrett, I don't know if I can even try to sing any of it because I don't want to get freaking copyrighted, but okay, I'm just going to go for it. Go so for it. she kind of goes like, I've been all right. No, I can't. <laughs> I've been all right. I've just been doing the same shit I've always liked. Like smoking in movies and homies who bring me wine. I'm going Hang out. It. I've been going out, out too, too much. much. Been talking, talking about, about myself so too, too much. much. Oh, uh, I can be uh, good uh, sometimes, uh, I'm a cheap uh, queen,
1: uh, I, can I can be, be what, what you cheap...
0: like, and I can be bad sometimes, because I'm a real queen, and I can make grown men cry. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, so good.
0: So, that was just a little free singing, um,
1: I mean, can sessions
0: we... so that you guys can kind I had, of,
1: I had to give you a round of applause. you.
0: <laughs> I was waiting, um, but... If you guys could hear from that really great example of singing of the song, she's just got this really unique way of, like, doing it. And she kind of goes from, like, sing-songy to then, like, talking to then, like, all right, I'm kind of getting into a beat. Yeah. It's really cool. She, um, I feel like in this song, it she also, like, mixes tempos. Like, it goes faster and then slower and then exactly. faster and then slower.
1: Her delivery is very, like... Even the way you were singing exciting. it. Exciting. Like, yeah, it's exciting. You can't really know where she's going to go next until like, you've heard the whole song once. I don't know. The first time I listened to this, I knew I was obsessed. And me too. from this day, like, like you said, it's one of the best songs off of this album. I love it so much.
0: And there's also these really cool instrumentals in the background as well. And again, like this one just kind of makes me feel with the instrumentals. It gives me some of that like maybe not necessarily 80s vibe because obviously it's not like an 80s rock song or anything like that but it gives me a vibe of just like it almost sounds like someone's playing an organ or something i can't figure out what that or if it's maybe a keyboard i cannot figure out what the sound is but it gives me like early technology early electronic piano kind of technology sounds does that make any sense like i can picture someone in the 80s playing a chunky giant keyboard and it sounding like that
1: exactly yeah no i get that from the instrumentals and she also does something cool with like the first words of the song is like a it feels like she sampled from like an old movie like cheap queen kind of repeats throughout the song it's like a um sample from something that says actually cheap queen i don't know if it's it's
0: definitely a sample but i just have no idea from what but i love that too i'm so glad that you remembered to point that out because I think it is so cool in songs when they sample either like old conversations or any kind of like clip, audio clip or mm-hmm. movie clip or acting. I think that is so, so, so cool. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I kind of forgot to even mention that and it's a really awesome little detail in the song. It's just like the cherry on top.
1: I agree a hundred percent. So that was Cheap Queen, but I want to move to one of my favorite songs off of the album. Ain't Together. And now this song is like the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, it, it reminds me of like the phase when you're talking to someone, but like you're not together. Like we ain't together. Like you're not together, but like you kind of, right before you make it official when like no one wants to kind of pull the trigger. So you're kind of like, are both still single and you can do whatever you want, but like we're together, but like we can't it say it's very official much yet.
0: Seems like, it also very much seems like that exact scenario that you're describing, Garrett, but as if, you the person who is singing is a little bit more invested than the other person exactly. that you're trying to chase like maybe they're still fucking around with other people and you're just like what are we doing like what's happening exactly. i want to say about this song i think out of all of king princess's songs i think this lyrically might be one of her best written songs mm-hmm. i think there is so much here it's so interesting it's so well written and every time I play this song for a friend or anybody I'm always like okay shut up shut up sit down (laughs) and listen to these lyrics like do not talk over this song you have to listen to it
1: I'm trying to pick out some good lyrics that we can kind of give them the feel for the song
0: well I can get there right away because I know which lyrics pop out to me like more than anything um first of all the whole song starts off with I know you're with me and I'd love to see someone else call you because mm-hmm. that's just a little bit of that like cockiness. Like she's like, whatever. Um, and all this in between, which, like Garrett said, this is like that before your official, just this awkward stage. Mm-hmm. And you think it's hard for me to tell you're falling or we're falling. I got being chill, <laughs> being chill with you, oh, it kills. I can't, I ain't chill at all, at all, because this is her way of saying, like, you know. You're in that you're in that phase where it's like too soon. You don't want to be like, I love you. You don't want to get too serious. But she's already feeling that like she yeah. already does feel in love. So what she's saying here is like being chill, being chill with you. It kills. I ain't chill at all because she doesn't want to be chill. She doesn't want to be low key. She doesn't want to keep things. Casual. Hide it, She yeah. wants to be legit. And here's my favorite part. I love it. We say I love you but we ain't together and here is the very very best line for me do you think labels make it taste much better mm. so this is like a little she's talking about like champagne or wine or something do you think a label really makes make it taste much better same as do you think labels on a relationship will make it quote unquote taste better you know will that make the relationship better or not i don't know I love it. Cut off all these hoes because you ain't got to worry about nothing because everybody knows that you and I got that something.
1: In my head, it talks to like the person in the relationship like, don't don't worry, baby. Like, trust me. Like, I don't have any hoes. I'm trusting that mm-hmm. you don't have any hoes. Like, we're trying to, like I said, get into a relationship, seeing mm-hmm. where we are. But at the same time, everyone knows that we're together because like we've got something that people it's, you can't deny it, baby. We get that spark.
0: That's what I was going to say too the whole cuz everybody knows that you and I got that something. It's like that moment where it's like, okay, look. I don't know why you want to keep things casual like this because everyone in our friend group, everyone that they that we hang out with knows that we like each other. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just go for it. Why what are what are we pussyfooting around about, you know? <laughs> and then at the end of the song, one of my favorite parts is she says Darling, do you think that if I talk enough, I will make you want to be mine? Which I kind of love that too, because I think it's relatable for anyone. Like when you're in love with somebody and you're not necessarily getting the exact reciprocation in that relationship, it's like sometimes it's just like, if I say the right things, like what can I say? What can I do to convince you to love me? And obviously, that's just not how it works. But it's interesting. It's like, do you think that if I talk enough, I will make you want to be mine?
1: I love that. Because like you kind of just said, you will say anything at some point to get someone to like you. So I get that line. Like, darling, what was it take? (laughs) Like, I'll say whatever I need to like
0: like, make you mine. Yeah,
1: I love it. This song is so, so, so good.
0: Okay, so next up, we're going to be talking about one of the songs that I don't listen to as much on the album. Still a great song. But we're going to talk about Do You Want to See Me Crying. So what about you, Garrett? Is this one of your, like, how do you feel about this song?
1: I love this song. It's not like it's not one of my favorites, but I love it. It's kind of another one kind of like I put this in the category as tough on myself. It's very chill and like for the background for like when I just am like doing laundry or something. It's not like a Mm -hmm. rock. It kind of like repeats itself a lot. And it's kind of like the end of tough on myself where she does a lot of layering and I love it. So
0: wait, I one thing I want to talk about here, the lyrics, it's kind of interesting, and I just kind of picked up on this more by reading it than I ever, ever have by listening to it. So in between saying the chorus line, which is, do you want to see me cry for you? She is telling a whole story here, and I just think I figured out this whole song. So do you want to see me crying? I believe is about a couple that's just broken up and like King Princess, we'll, we'll pretend that we're in her perspective. So KP is talking to this person that she's just broken up with. Probably that person has done something bad to King Princess, maybe even cheated or something. And That's she's not- like, what, do you want to see me crying? So it just kind of gives me this like sound where, where it's like, you fucked things up and now you want to see me crying? Like, don't be upset because I'm out here living my best life now and you weren't expecting that to happen. You weren't expecting to break up with me or to cheat on me or whatever, and then for me to persevere and to thrive. And so in between lines of saying, do you wanna see me cry for you? I think it's cuter when I dance now. I think I'm nicer to my friends now. I think I'm working through the stress now. I wanna put a million songs out. So just right there before we get too too much further, I think it's cuter when I dance now. She's feeling a little more free. Mm -hmm. She's not feeling self-conscious. She's not feeling like someone's watching her. She's just gonna do what she wants and she's being, more real to herself, more true to herself. I think I'm nicer to my friends now. That's really interesting cuz like, you know, a huge sign of a toxic relationship is if it's changing your other relationships in yep. your life. Um I think I'm working through the stress now. I I want to put a million songs out like I'm getting through the stress and I'm actually able to become creative. Like I'm able to get that stuff out of here because I don't have you who might have been my constant source of stress that I could never even get to anything else in my head and work through anything else I keep my money in my hands now and I feel better with my heart out so obviously like you know she's able to save money she's not spending so much money on whatever this might have been um and I feel better with my heart out like I'm just I'm feeling better I'm feeling a little more free Mm -hmm. and you're probably just a a fan now it took a minute but I found out I just love it I think I love it
1: I love this song. I think it's one of, like you said, it's not my top listen, but I think it's necessary for her, like, storytelling for this album, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love it. I'm super excited for the next song, Home Girl, because I get a whole vibe from this song. I don't know if you do, or if this is one of your favorites or not, but it kind of gives me the same vibe as um, Ain't Together a little bit. What do you think?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. So this song gives me like a smoky bar yeah. night kind of vibe and it's dingy and dirty and the way she sings it it almost almost comes off like she might even be like drunk or something or like <laughs> have been drinking like she's kind of like slow and s- like not slurring by any means but it's just like they stare when you walk, walk. in mm-hmm. the room like, like they're looking at heaven Heaven. yep it's so good it's so good the sound of this song i think it's very unique this is one of those songs that when it comes on i like just can't skip it because it right off the bat it just starts so strong that i just get sucked right into it um you know that these boys will do more than just look if you let them Mm -hmm. i love that line i love it and i don't want to be like them with With you you.
1: so good right there i love that
0: look at me like him and here's the best part and you taste like danger but i feel so safe in your arms
1: Arms.
0: oh so good
1: so good it's so good guys
0: i want you to listen to this song off the album because i mean i want you to listen to the whole album but this one is just so special
1: one of my favorite lyrics of all,
0: this she says, exactly what is, I was about to get into next. So I'm so I, glad you brought
1: this it. one. She says, You don't have to say it. We're friends at the party. I'll give you my body at home. Like, guys,
0: ah. finally, like when that's you're home, so sexy and yeah,
1: hot. so hot, but
0: it's also like. It's, like, sexy and hot for a little while, but then long-term, you don't want to be... Don't like hide a me. ...secret.
1: Exactly. You know? No, I get that, yeah.
0: But at the beginning, when you're just, like, maybe flirting around, that's what's hot. Is like, when all of our friends don't know that we're more than friends yet, so we have yeah. to play like we're friends, and then when we get hot, shit's <laughs> gonna get real. Um, I love it. That is exactly the line that I was hoping it was gonna be.
1: So, so good. I love that one.
0: And that's actually... It's funny that you picked out that line, too, because that's actually how she closes the song. That's the very last line, too. My I love friend's that. at the party, and I'll give you my body at home.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Which Perfect. is interesting,
0: because I never thought about the fact that it's called homegirl. So it's like, this is my homegirl. Yep, Isn't she's my, my, my girl boyfriend. at home. She's my homegirl, but then once we get home, she's, she's my, my, my different girl. kind of homegirl. <laughs> interesting. I love. Very interesting.
1: Very interesting. King Princess is so good with playing with words,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? like Absolutely. And she's cheeky.
1: Yeah, she is. She she sure is. I love that.
0: Like, I kind of have a feeling, I don't know if this really will make sense, but she's so intelligent, too, and you, you can tell, like Garrett was saying, with the words that she's so talented and careful about how she plays with words. I feel like King Princess would be the kind of person, or like Michaela, the real King Princess. Michaela, I think she'd be the kind of person where you could be like having a conversation with her or like a mini argument or, you know, a heated discussion. And then all of a sudden she would say something that would literally just put you six feet under the ground. That's Like true. I feel like she would just be capable of, I, I feel that she's the type of person that would stay in silence and wait until she knows exactly what she wants to say. And I feel like she's one of those people that has really good delivery. She just knows how to like, Get that that last word and get that punch in or whatever.
1: Yeah, that last jab she'll get in there.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so next up, we'll talk about profit, profit, <laughs> but not like profit, like money profit. Like he's a prophet. You got me?
1: Do you know? Do you understand?
0: Are you with me? Are you, are you still here? <laughs> Hello. okay so where are we at with this one garrett where are we at with
1: profit um profit is not one of my I love profit i love profit but out of all the songs i don't go to it as much as i probably should it's one of the ones that i used to have at the beginning of the release of the album i could be wrong but i believe it has a music video or like one of the singles i could be very wrong on that but when it first came out i loved it and i still do love it but i haven't it's not as, I don't go back to it as much as I should, Chloe. So what are, what are your thoughts since you love it?
0: Okay, yeah, I love this one. This is one of my favorites. I think this one also has that really interesting kind of like musical swing situation as like Cheap, Cheap Queen does. Um, so this song, first of all, starts off with a beat that almost sounds like someone knocking on a door or something. It's like a very... You call when you want it. Everyone wants something from your soul on the molly. Someone's friend is talking like they know Mm -mm -mm. you're on it. I just want to be your pretty girl when you want it. Because I can only think about you. (laughs) And what it's like to walk around you. (laughs) It's so good. I love when she gets a little quiet. Like it's gold, you're a prophet. Someone's gonna profit. Don't you know, I just want it. Oh, I can only think about you. I just love it. When this song comes on that first like course or sorry, not course. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But just that first <laughs> little chunk at the very beginning It gets me. It pulls me in. I can't skip this song because within the first three seconds, I'm like singing along. I'm like going with the beat. I just really, really, really love this song.
1: I love that. You loving it makes me love it more. I love when you sing to me every time you sing. But you're right. Like the beginning of the song with the three beats, it really is a great intro. And the way she sings Mm -hmm. this is very like, not grunge, but like, there's a vibe to it you know that i don't think any other songs on this album kind of have so it kind of stands out to me she
0: seems a little like mad
1: yeah yeah i agree with that
0: and if not mad it's just intense
1: yeah it is intense very much so i think this would be
0: her most intense song
1: yeah i I could agree i I would agree with that as well honestly
0: she says you know what you want it's only about the money and control can't Step off it, someone else will cop it like it's gold. You're a profit. Someone's going to profit. So going back to what Garrett was saying, like with that wordsmith thing, she's so good here. It's so interesting, but you know what you want. It's all about the money and control. Can't get off of it or else someone else will cop it. So like cannot let this go. Cannot leave it like it's gold and you're a profit. Someone's going to profit and it's going to be you kind of thing. Interesting.
1: It is interesting. Like before you said, this wordplay is just so stands out to the song to me. Like I think, like you said, profit. like it's two different ways. Like she, you have two different meanings and she kind of plays with that throughout the song, which I, it's so smart. Like she's a smart songwriter. And then
0: she's, she really is. And then at the end of the song, it switches up. Like the whole song just switches and she goes to like, oh, no apologies. Twist in your word and your prophecies. Oh and honestly, it's the price of the prodigy you want to be. Oh, no apologies. twin. <clears throat> your <word clears throat> and your prophecies. <clears throat> and it's really cool, too. It's like at the end, it kind of goes to like a... Oh, I don't know. It's like she's humming it almost, but she's not. She's singing it. And... I don't know. It's like the end of the song goes to like her absent mindedly singing about this or something. I don't really know how to describe it, but you know what I mean, Garrett, how at the end it, it switches up and it goes to a completely different, like,
1: I agree. I was trying to, I was listening to it and it, I, I agree. It's, um, the ending is like she, something about King Princess is, I don't want to call them a bridge, but like the ending of her songs, it's kind of like not fades out, but like, goes into something else. You know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. does something to the end of the song. So that kind of separates it from the beginning. It's like she,
0: it's like she throws in an outro in her songs.
1: Yeah, literally,
0: which I love.
1: Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. I am fully obsessed.
0: Okay. So next we're going to talk about Isabel's moment featuring Tobias Jesso Jr. Um, this one's probably not one of my favorites off the album. I definitely do still listen to it when I play the album. It's not like I would skip it or anything like that, but not one of my tippity tops. I will say, though, typically I'm kind of a purist, and I'm not one to usually love the featuring songs on an album. Now, that obviously, like, there's always an outlier. Like, obviously there are certain songs where I just love... um, Muddy Feet by Miley Cyrus featuring Sia is a good example you know I was not thinking I was gonna love that one and it ended up being like my favorite song on the album but yeah I think I like just pure King Princess best.
1: Just KP. Well I actually just KP. KP, I actually really love this song and it's a shorter one I believe let me double check on that but I think it's a it's only two minutes long, so it's a super short song. And I love the beginning of it. She starts with, maybe it's over, maybe it's not, but hope is a thing that you find when you're sober. That right there, it, I feel like that has super deep meaning. I don't know if King Princess is sober or not, but maybe at one point she was, like maybe she like took a break mm-hmm. or something and found. But I thought that... But that
0: could also mean sober as in just like on a day-to-day basis of it doesn't necessarily mean sobriety as a life choice it could also mean when you're sober as in once the alcohol wears up or something or exactly. wears off or something
1: and then she follows it with and your clothes are still in my drawers like you're haunting my home which is really interesting oh. like, i can't get rid of you because you're like you know when like you have someone like just anything of someone like so like you have a piece of them with you like i want to get rid of you and i can't because there's yeah, still pieces of ugh. you around and the way she worded that like you're haunting my home i love i love that Um, I'd be amazed if you walked through those doors, like, hey, how's it going? But you haven't come over. Yeah. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. I just love the song. I think the way she sings it, too, it's a very slow song. It's not upbeat or anything. It is one of the slower songs, but that might be why I love it.
0: Okay. So I have a little hypothesis that I'd like to discuss with you, Garrett. Spill. So we will discuss later the song Talia on another episode. Mm-hmm. And in Talia, um, the whole song is basically about like the ghost of someone haunting her, the ghost of a loved one haunting her. And I cannot figure out for the life of me if this is metaphoric, like metaphorical or if she actually had a loved one die. -hmm. And she actually is talking about I actually buried you a month ago, or if she's saying like I buried closed the casket on our relationship a month ago. Yeah. Anyways, that whole song, now that I'm really reading the lyrics here, it feels like it's about the same person as Isabel's Mm -hmm.
1: moment. That's really interesting.
0: feels like it could be about the same person because she's saying all your clothes are still in my drawers like you're haunting my home which gives me so much Talia yeah I'd be amazed if you walked through those doors like hey how's it going which reminds me of Talia cuz she's saying like I can still see you at the end of my bed even Mm -hmm. though she knows that that's not real and she's not really there it's like she's seeing a ghost of her that's true Um,
1: and, that's and crazy i'd be
0: amazed if you walk through those doors i feel like there's a lyric in talia somewhere about her like coming over or walking in or or like yeah, coming something home like something like that um
1: that's and crazy and i'm still it trying to draw
0: all the lines through my friends and my lovers it ain't clear how we feel i don't know it's interesting i just kind of wonder if that's the same person
1: i don't know that's a very interesting theory and if it i would love to ask K- I would love KP. to ask, too. KP, if you're listening, if let you're us
0: listening.
1: know. <laughs> DM us, but, I mean, it wouldn't
0: be unheard of. It wouldn't be un- unheard of because we know artists do things like this. Like, Taylor has multiple songs on multiple albums about the same kind of story going on Miley has multiple songs that we can infer might have been about Liam on different albums throughout different years of her life and that's also a really cool interesting thing to get to see as a fan of these artists because you're kind of just following their life story you're getting to see like with Miley and Liam as an example we got to see them on the good side when she was happy and in love and then we got to see all of the backlash after things did not go well that's and true. although he is still maybe the like the topic or the theme of the song, the whole tone has changed.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I don't
0: know. I just think that's interesting as a fan to be able to kind of like do a little detective work and see if you can, you know, draw these connections.
1: Exactly. No, I think that's very interesting. And that would not surprise me if it. Did connect because what surprised me too when I was doing research, Make My Bed and Cheat Queen were only released a year apart. So that could very well be Mm
0: -hmm. a
1: correlation between the two. So,
0: and I I mean, when you listen to Talia and when you listen to Isabel's moment separately, you can absolutely tell whether they're the same person or not. You can tell that this person she's singing about has had a very impactful, powerful, uh,
1: impact effect on king
0: princess or impact yes exactly so it wouldn't surprise me if she would write multiple songs about the person that talia is about because just listening to talia alone you can tell this is something and someone who has deeply affected her
1: exactly i 100% agree that would not surprise me at all and both songs are very beautiful and kind of have like the same vibe to it so it makes sense Mm -hmm. all right moving on to the next song trust Nobody, which is actually one of my favorite songs off of the album. What are,
0: I love that. What are
1: your opinions I, oh my on gosh. the song?
0: That's interesting because it's not like necessarily one of my favorites. I mean, it's not one that it's not a dislike, but it's just interesting to me. So I tell love me why song. you love it so much.
1: I think it's interesting. I think like the topic she chose of the song is something that people really don't sing about. So I just like there's nothing like it, and I think it's very unique. And yeah, I just get turned to it. I don't know, but
0: is it because you trust nobody, Garrett?
1: Well, I want to get into the lyrics because I don't ever trust nobody. No, I don't ever trust, but I trust you. Ain't that great? I love it. She says, "Ain't I that great?" I don't
0: ever trust nobody. No, I, I don't, don't ever, ever trust, trust,
1: but I trust well, I you. I trust
0: you. And ain't,
1: ain't that, that great. great. I love it. See, it's just like kind of okay, I actually
0: quirky. Really love this song. Yeah. I do see? really love it.
1: Yeah. Um, some of the thing and like kind of like we just touched on like that little quirkiness, like, ain't that great. She kind of does that throughout, and that's what I think I love the most about the song.
0: Mm-hmm. And again, this one, so like we know that she can do some insane vocals and some really pretty runs and some really pretty singing. But again, this one's a little more of her like talk singing. It's a little Mm -hmm. more of her just like, I don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a little more casual, perhaps.
1: And I love what she says. And she said, meet me at the party. But I don't know nobody. And she said, I'm getting there. You treat it like a ticket. But I just wanna kick kick it, it. (laughs) and And honey, honey, I'll take you there. there. So good, like I don't know. I just like get into it, and it's kind of, I don't know. It's just, it's just cute. Like she doesn't trust anybody, but you know what? She'll trust you. So, I don't know. That's kind of like the. I, I I do love the bridge of the song, like the ending of it. She says, "Watching me slip over words, it kind of hurts. For what it's worth." I just want to be with you babe
0: i just want to be with you and there's another part that i really like too what is it she says um oh yeah and when everyone starts calling i'll only pick up for you like the way i love that it's like that i'll only pick up for you stands out when she sings it
1: i know it's kind of cute it kind of feels like she maybe wrote this about one specific person or maybe like one specific instance that she can remember, but... I think I don't know. so.
0: You know what this song really reminds me so much of? And it's interesting because I listen to King Princess and LP together a lot. Like, I, for some reason, I really like to mix and match their songs and kind of, like, go from KP to LP to KP to LP. Yeah. And Trust Nobody reminds me a lot of shaken by lp because it's that same exact vibe it feels like they could be at the same party but they're doing their completely separate like songs on it and they're completely separate artistic takes on it but it's like the same story of like we all freaking hate that feeling of going to a party specifically for someone where you know that you're not going to know anyone at this party or just any kind of event where you walk in and you are just hands down absolutely the odd man out who has nowhere to stand and like you know what that feels like. Yeah. And it's just terrible. And they they both have these songs about it and it's so good. I'm so actually good. really glad that this is one of your favorites because like you said earlier, now I'm kind of like, okay. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> the more you love it, the more I love
1: it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, that's um that's Trust Nobody. It. It's very cute, but it gets to the point. And now we're gonna be moving on to watching my phone
0: so watching my phone is another one of her like kind of slower songs to me and this one frankly i don't listen to this one that much because frankly it makes me sad um it's that i mean so the whole chorus and the whole point of the the song is you know i'm just watching my phone thinking about you waiting to see that text or to have you call me or something like that and that's such a I hate that feeling so much. So that's why I'm kind of like not as drawn to this song because I relate to it so much and because it hurts my feelings.
1: (laughs) No, I agree. But this is a perfect song for when you need it. Like when you are that in Mm -hmm. that moment and you come and find this song, like that's specifically what it's for. So I really do feel like this is kind of for one, like I don't, like you said, I'm not going to go to this every single day because it's not like the vibe I'm in right now, but no discredit to the song. I think it has its time. And when the time comes it does it's it needs perfect. to be done exactly
0: the feeling of when there is one person and one person only that you want to hear from and you want to talk to and they're not responding like oh god it just hurts
1: that leads perfectly into the next song you destroyed my heart which right there that title mm-hmm. is kind of that's a big statement you destroyed my heart like imagine the song being about you and just king princess's well, heart
0: when we were setting up for the episode and I was going through and looking at all the lyrics, even if you just read all of the titles for this entire album, just the titles alone, I feel like they tell a story. I yes. feel like they kind of already tell you, like, where she's at mentally, what we're about to be getting into, and what the hell is happening.
1: Cannot agree more. Let's
0: Which see. I love that, too, because... As much as I love a, like a fun random title every once in a while, I like when you can kind of look at the title of a song and get a little bit of an idea um, of what maybe you're in for. Exactly what you're getting <laughs> you know?
1: yourself into. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Um, and this song is basically about ending a relationship and kind of learning from it and wanting some wanting something better. Because she says, "You destroyed my heart. Now I want somebody good." That's kind of like the premise of the you song lost like,
0: the part yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. i know i want someone that's good for me like you've kind of treated me like shit, and kind of i learned what i don't deserve so i'm looking for something new and
0: and it might be um just i don't know i was thinking garrett it might be beneficial to say that king princess as far as i know is lesbian, right? Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Yes.
0: So, like, the reason why I say that is because there's a line in here like, I could get you back and we could probably reconnect, but I'm a better fag and you're a better manager, which I want to say, I want to make it extremely clear. I do not use that word. I do not like that word. Um, But it's in the song, and the reason why I wanted to point that out is because she's talking about herself a little bit. I still don't love the use of the word, but it's interesting.
1: No, it is very interesting that I mean, obviously, that line would stick out because that's a a statement right there. No.
0: Yeah, she says, so, like, actually looking at it a little bit more, but I'm a better fag and you're a manager and it's cute that you want to be my friend. It would never work, baby. You destroyed my heart. And now I want somebody good because you lost the part. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah.
1: It is interesting,
0: and I think it's interesting that she's calling whoever this person is. She's calling them a manager. That's oh. like if you're talking, if you're in a relationship with someone and you're calling them a manager, that's not a good. You don't want to be a manager in a relationship. You mm-hmm. know that just goes to like control issues and trust issues and all kinds of other things.
1: It's a lot. I'm, I'm just reading the lyrics right now. I mean, just like trust. I feel like this has to be about someone specific in a specific scenario that she went through that relates to her. But so many people go through this that I feel like it needed to be written, you know? And I feel like a lot of people can relate to this song.
0: Mm-hmm. I do. S- yeah, definitely. And this is another one of the ones where I'm like, okay. I can't listen to that all the time. Like that's for a certain mood. Like I can listen to cheap queen all day, any day, let me know when I'm ready. But like, I don't want to listen to you destroyed my heart all the time. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. It's the timing. There's a the time for it.
0: There's a time and place for this one,
1: but you know what? I'm always in the mood for
0: a little bit of hitting the back. <laughs>
1: You know it, babes. So the next song is Hit the Back, which I was obsessed when the song first came out. I remember when it came out, and I remember Mm -hmm. King Princess made a little dance for it with her and her friends, and it's a quirky little song, you know? It has so many little Mm -hmm. different... The way she words it, she she does some play on words, and let's get into it.
0: So, Garrett, this might be a really unhinged thing to say, and I want you to correct me if you're like, Chloe, what the fuck are you talking about? But it's (laughs) Almost, almost reminds me of like Pain, which is a single that she released, which is one of my favorite King Princess songs. But it's like, it kind of has that same like attitude.
1: This is like a different
0: type of attitude.
1: I cannot agree more. Yes. Yes. She starts with, I need you to search my clothing, pat me down and fill the molding. So right there, we already know it's a little spicy of a song. She says, because underneath this table feels so good to me. And I need you to be my motor and run me till I can't go further.
0: Mm-hmm. She said, run me and out now, of gas, babes. <laughs> and now this is another one where I specifically want to mention um, vocals in this song. Yes, the way vocals. she sings it. Yeah. And it's another one where it goes a little quiet and then a little louder and then a little faster and then a little slower. She's really just experimenting, keeping it interesting, keeping it like very exciting all the way throughout. She says, and it's like, I don't know how to feel sometimes when I listen to it. I'm like, am I mad? Am I am turned I, on? <laughs> I turned on and I am I passionate? Like what is happening? Actually, I'm not sure.
1: She says, I'm a dirty girl with lots of passion. Mm. Staring at my fingers while I talk to you.
0: Interesting. And I don't care. Yeah, she's a lesbian. If,
1: and she says, "I don't care if you degrade me, because after all, you are my safety." <laughs>
0: mm.
1: So yeah, this is good, huh? this is spicy. This is definitely a spicy song. She says, "Hit the back, tell me I need respect, and you know that I'm around. I'm your pet." So yeah, she's like, basically like whatever you want. She might be talking about bottoming being a bottom like submissive
0: like i'm like okay i'm so glad you say that because i've been just waiting um (laughs) like so does anyone know what hit the back actually means like what are we actually talking about here because it sounds very sexual and i just don't know what's happening
1: i'm reading these lyrics and i'm like yeah this is a soft porn i'm reading like there's
0: just no way it's not sexual as fuck
1: well. yeah i wish hey i live that makes me love it even more and i'll
0: let you throw it down hit the back so are we learning that kp is a bottom
1: that sh- surprises me that i'm surprises not gonna lie
0: as well that surprises me as well
1: no hate no shade i did no not shade. see that coming i just didn't see it com- yeah i didn't see it coming but hey we learn something new every day and we can report on it now <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs>
0: you heard it here first, everyone. Kiki P- is potentially a bottom.
1: Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, this song's a very fun listen. This is like probably the most like, it's upbeat. It's cute. Um, and yeah, I love this like song. Like
0: this with Cheap Queen.
1: Y- exactly. Like one
0: after another, really good, really banging.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: So next we've got the very last song, Garrett.
1: If You Think This Is Love?
0: <gasps> if You Think It's Love, no. I want my money back. I can use the check to spend it, it on, on a the better, better
1: heart, heart To wear, wear upon my sleeve <laughs> <laughs> So good, I love this song actually This is a great ending I think And at the beginning like you just said If you think this is love I want my money back So that's kind of shady Like,
0: <laughs> Oh I, I think this song is shade I think this song is The whole thing is saying like If you think it's love, if you think it's trust I think this whole thing Is her talking to a significant other person and being like, if you think this is what love is, then...
1: Think again. That's what you
0: think love is, but this is not working for me. Like, if you think that's what love is, then I want my money back because this is not what I signed up for. I agree. And so I just want to go through a little bit some of the lyrics here. So I want my money back because I could use the check to spend it on a better heart to wear upon my sleeve. Amazing. And it might take a sec. My world's become a mess. I'm second guessing all the things I used to want to be. That's something that I feel like really sounds like someone tried to convince her that she wasn't who she thought she was or something. You know, I don't know. It's like she was pretending to be someone for, for this person maybe or something like that. And if you want trust, I need my conscience back. She's got so out of whack. My broken back has carried all the weight I thought I'd need. And it might take a sec because my world's been changing fast. And the normal things I never thought I'd miss are obsolete.
1: Yep. And this that's is it. personal.
0: That's all for the lyrics there that aren't just like, you know, if that's if this is love. Um, I think it's really interesting. And I've said that personal. so many times on this podcast, but um. The reason why I keep saying, though, that I think this stuff is interesting is because when Garrett and I do these album deep dives, we've never until we started the podcast, we've never just sat together and like really gone through lyrically all these songs. So it is interesting to me because I'm catching things and I'm seeing things that even though I've been listening to these songs for years, I'm like, wow, that is interesting that I never caught on to that. Or that's interesting that this is really telling a story. And and it, it comes across different on paper just the lyrics as it is yeah. when you're hearing it and sometimes the lyrics themselves hit harder than the way that they might be sung in the song exactly
1: so sometimes you can mi- i of, miss lyrics sometimes like oh, when yeah. we when we do this i catch things i'm like wait this isn't what i even thought it said or like i misunderstood what they've been saying for years so kind of just like
0: well i've been listening to freaking talia and moments. isabella's moment for i don't know how long and i never put together the possible possibility that they could be about the same person I love it. So I, that's that's one of the reasons why Garrett and I love doing these album deep dives so much. And we hope that you guys learn some things too. And, and that you maybe get a different appreciation for some of these songs. And if you've never heard them before, we really want you to listen to them. But if you have heard them before, we really hope that we can bring a little something extra. We can bring some thought-provoking conversation about these songs because that's what they're all about that's what they're here for they're to make people feel things to make people think things so king princess has accomplished so much with this album and this isn't even the deluxe version there's a deluxe version that has even more songs so if you listen to this album after the episode and you love it and you want more there's a deluxe version
1: Go get you some i'm so impressed with that I'm so impressed that this was King Princess's debut album. Like, this is the first full piece of work that she put out. And I think it's so cohesive. I don't know if it's the instrumentals that she consistently used throughout the whole album that kind of like made everything sound similar. But I don't know. I, that's my favorite part about this. It all goes together and it sounds so good. And it tells her story a little bit. I think she like had some stuff she wanted to say on this album. And I think she did. So, I chef's kiss.
0: love so i love what you said about this being such a strong first album and i just had a thought that i've never considered before garrett but you know this as a first album kind of reminds me in completely different ways but just the strength of the album and it being her first release it reminds me of the strength of noah cyrus's first album and how every song on the hardest part is also a banger and I was kind of thinking about that and I would love to hear King princess and Noah work together. Cause I think they could come up with some really freaking cool sounds.
1: Something super cool. Yes. I agree. Like if you
0: think of like Noah Cyrus during her, like mad at you and um, all three, all three. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. On mine. Be, but then yeah. throw that in with a little bit of KP.
1: Yeah. Ugh. So good. So
0: good. So, so good. I um,
1: love King princess. Like she and She's around our age as well, so she's like uh, like someone we can relate to and she's like going through the same things that we are. So
0: Which I don't is know. the same for Noah as well. They have a lot of similarities. They're just very different artists, but I love getting to follow along with them and we're gonna get to age with them, Garrett. We're gonna exactly. get to listen to them for years, which is so thrilling to me.
1: And we both kind of get to grow with noah and king princess like like i just said we were they're at the beginning of both of their careers so i love that we get to see these artists fully develop through time and grow with them so and their I love
0: music that. is helping us fully develop
1: exactly exactly so
0: it's a symbiotic relationship
1: yes but i hope everyone enjoyed today's review of king princess's cheap queen and everyone please go listen because we do describe it but there's nothing like actually listening to it and kind of seeing what we're talking about because the instrumentals on this album are hard to describe. So once you give it a listen, you can kind of like relate to what we're saying, you know?
0: Yes. And we would love it. If you guys do listen, we would love it when we post about this episode on our Instagram. If you guys want to comment like a favorite song from the album, a favorite lyric, anything like that really stands out to you. We are so interested to know what other people love. Yes. And Garrett has a special story to tell.
1: So About bef- King Princess. So before we leave this episode, I had the privilege of actually meeting King Princess when she was an opener for Casey Musgraves' Star Crossed Unveiled tour in 2022. So I was there with Jared and Jared's roommate LP and her mother, and we they were all. Out going to get drinks, but I was like, I cannot leave. Like my girl, King Princess, is performing, and this is the first time I ever saw King Princess live. So I was like, I cannot miss one second. So I was there the whole time, screaming my l- little lungs out. You know how openers, like people are sitting down, like they're not there for them, but babes, I was there for King Princess. So I was screaming I'm out, "So
0: glad you were!" Every I'm word,
1: so glad that you were. L- looking like a maniac, and about one song before it ends, there's this man in like a security jacket, hands me this piece of paper. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm blacked out. Like, I'm paying attention to King Princess. Like, this guy just handed me something. Like, what the... Like, am I getting, like, a ticket for screaming too loud? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and it's the set list from her performing. And it has all of the songs that she was she sang from the show. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, that's the coolest thing ever. So I was like, that's so cool. It she ends so iconic. So iconic. I have it hanging in my room as we speak. And... So after that, I was like, that's super cool, whatever. And she ends her set, and I see her walking towards, like, the end of the stage, like, right beside me. And I was like, what the hell? So I go, like, right beside the bleachers, not bleachers, like, it was in a stadium, so I go, like, the stands, the very edge of the stands, and she... It was like five fruit for me, and I'm like, King Prince. I was like, Hi, and she walks over to me because the guy that handed me the piece of paper was like, Hey, like this guy was like supporting me the whole time. So she comes over, she's like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, I was like, Oh my god, like you are so iconic. I love your new song, Little Brother. That was like her new song at the time. And she's like, Oh my god, I was like, Can I please take a picture with you? She's like, Of course. So she took my phone and we took pictures, and then I was like, <laughs> I was like, you were serving cunt up there. Like, yes. And she said, say that again, but let me record it. And she takes my phone and records me saying, I don't know the exact... You're rep-
0: serving cunt energy. That's yeah, what you said. Yeah, I said
1: you're serving cut energy. And she loved it. She was laughing. And, like, no one else came up behind me. Like, it was just literally just me and her. Like, there was no... We'll probably talk for, like, that two minutes. freaking it was
0: unbelievable. so
1: fun. Like, blacked out. That was, like, the first celebrity I've ever, like, talked to. And she was so, so sweet. So beautiful. So kind. And... I hope you remember. If you're listening, King Princess, I'll cry.
0: I hope you remember. <laughs> I know.
1: I hope you remember, K- KP. I DM'd you on Instagram if you want to see the pictures. So, LOL. <laughs> but, oh but yeah, that was an iconic moment. And King Princess, we love you so much. And everyone, we hope you enjoyed this recap.
0: I just want to say, like, I cannot believe that Garrett said that to her. And it's so hilarious because... <laughs> Before that time, I don't think I've ever heard Garrett say the word cunt. And since then, he loves it. Molly, if you're listening, my mom, she does not like that word. So i so sorry. My
1: mom hates that word, too. So sorry.
0: Hates that word. But, but it's uh, serving. I just think it's so ballsy that you went up there and said that to her. And when he told me that, I the gasp that escaped my lips <laughs> because I was just like, what the fuck? That was so ballsy and it paid off. Big time, cause like there's such a chance that you'd be like, I'm sir, you're serving cunt energy up there, and she's like, what the fuck, and like walks away. But she- you knew your audience there, and you knew that <laughs> that was the perfect person to say that to.
1: When I tell you guys, blacked like, out.
0: <laughs> imagine saying that to like Lady Gaga, she would be like, get my team, get, get my team,
1: security, security, security. <laughs> oh, 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 but yeah you're right that paid off for me thank god because imagine <laughs> like, slapping me <laughs> what'd you just oh. call me
0: <laughs> yeah like literally she just slapped your ass which would have been maybe more iconic than what honestly happened
1: that's true too that's true too but i'll take what i'll take what i can get
0: all right guys well this has been such a fun episode and we really appreciate you coming back and listening once again and we hope to see you right here next week for our next big episode
1: yes guys thank you for listening don't forget to follow us on Instagram at EFBF podcast and on TikTok at the same EFBF podcast where we post all of the behind the scenes content and we let you guys know when we upload new episodes
0: and you can find our podcast on Spotify and Amazon Music and we would appreciate it so much if you could rate us and subscribe and Hopefully that rating is a five star one. Otherwise, don't rate us.
1: <laughs> Only five stars, please. We love you. Only
0: five stars. So we love you, besties, and we'll we love love catch you. you next time. Bye.
1: Bye.